Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the story screen podcast where we see new movies and then save our hottest, spiciest takes for the microphone, for you, the listeners, so you can hear us say that uh, movie news. Uh, my name is Robbie Anderson. I'm the hostess with the mostest. I'm joined by my other flavorful hostess with mostest. Jack Kolejewski. Hey, how you doing there, bud? I'm pretty good. I uh, I recently I recently tried to look at my my last name backwards. Kolejewski. Backwards. Impossible. It's it's if you, you thought it was if you thought it was rough the front <laughs> way. Oh what man. Kolejewski backwards is. It, you, there's no way. There's, there's nothing. There's nothing you can do with it. I think my, besides maybe summon Cthulhu if you do manage to pronounce it. Yeah, that's it true. Out. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to like make a hate crime happen. I guess if I do my last name backwards, Anderson, Nas, Re, Dene, Nas, Nasrin Dene. That's not bad. That's cool. That's not bad. Oh no! I summoned a demon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, demon. Summoned by my our esteemed guest, very spooky Halloween very time. Spooky. Welcome on the podcast, hey, Demon. Demon, how did you feel about Zombieland Double Tap? I thought it was fine. You sound All right. Like that. That's a measure take. Thank you, Demon. Goodbye. See you, Demon. Thank you for coming. That's the end of that character. Yeah. What did uh, you think of Do- Zombieland? Zombieland. Zombieland. This is a new character. Yeah, so out, actually. <laughs> the guy who cannot say words. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the movie that we saw. For this episode of Hot Takes that we just saw, we just left, is uh, Zombieland, Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Double Tap. Uh, the second rule of Zombieland lore. Um, so yeah, it's been about 10 it's years. That rich, deep vein that of Zombieland deep, lore. That real deep, goopy vein of Zombieland lore. Um, yeah, so it's been about 10 years since uh, Zombieland 1 uh, came out. They didn't call it Zombieland Cardio. Yes. Which is rule number one, which they should have called it that, I'd imagine. I mean, it's kind of like the retroactively, like the episode four thing. Right. We, know, we like now colloquially yeah. call it. I mean, like, <laughs> it, it didn't start cardio. off that way. Oh, did you guys see Z Cardio? Z Cardio yeah. is like my favorite movie. Z Cardio is pretty good, honestly. I, I'm into it. Yeah. Z Cardio. Yeah. So I, I guess, you know, we keep the first half of uh, Hot Take spoiler free. Um, and apparently we just talk about anything else besides the movie. But uh, Jack, you recently saw Zombieland 1. And yes. we talked about it off mic, but now on mic, you you said that you liked Zombieland one. It, it held up well. So okay, so Zombieland two, mm-hmm. I did not think about at all. Pretty much in the running up to Zombieland two, even like I guess more recently, probably they've been a little more active with the marketing on this movie. But yeah. it seemed like it was kind of like flew under the radar. Like oh, there's a new, they're making another Zombieland movie. Okay, sure, yeah. why not? Um. And I remember seeing the original Zombieland when it came out in 2009. I think I went and saw it with my high school buddies. Yeah, I remember really liking it myself. It was fun. Yeah, Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, It was kind of like during the kind of beginning of like the new zombie resurgence in pop culture. Yeah, Back back in the early days where it wasn't everywhere. Yeah. You know. Um, So I didn't really pay any mind and I kind of dismissed the sequel outright from the beginning. Because we've also had kind of a run of movies that were classic comedies when we were in high school that mm-hmm. have come back with sequels many years later. So like sure. they did Anchorman 2, uh, Zoolander 2. I never actually wound up seeing either of those movies. I, but I heard either. they're trash. I've heard they're also trash. I think um, Dumb and Dumber came back. And Dumb and Dumber. Trash. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Dumb and Dumber, the original was like in the 90s. Well, I'm talking about specifically like 
late 2000s, first decade in the 2000s, you, when we were like in high school, those movies. Right. Do you think that like a reason that these older comedies coming back for, you know, a second hurrah, um, they usually get a lot of like fan excitement. It's like, oh, I love Anchorman. Anchorman 2 is coming out. Do you think that these sequels come out and they fail because the writing's bad or because that type of comedy doesn't hold up as much anymore? So, you want to talk about that in the case of Zombieland? I want to talk about that as a general conversation, and then maybe we can bring that to Zombieland. It'd be harder for me to say for the other two examples that we gave, because like I said, I haven't seen those. Sure, so we can't really so speak So, I'm just that. going to speak on it in the terms of Zombieland. Mm-hmm. I don't... I So... That brings us back to what you just said before. Like I wound up hearing an interview with the director that was actually Ruben Fleischer as the director. He's also directed the first Zombieland. He's mm-hmm. the writer director on this movie, and he's also since directed. I believe he directed Venom. Venom. I want to um, double check that. The writers I know, some of the other writers on this movie, uh, have since written both the Deadpool movies since yeah. Zombieland One came out. So mm-hmm. like their, you know, their career has been. Those Deadpool movies are successful. I think yeah. they're pretty funny. I like the Deadpool um, movies. They're fun. He did do. He did direct uh, Venom. Venom. Okay, not very good movie in my edgy, opinion. Edgy, yeah. fun, fun movie though. Um, what's the What's the poop joke everybody always references from that movie? From Venom. There's yeah. a poop joke in Venom. Yeah. Isn't he just a giant shit that walks eating, around eating poop or something? No, I can't like, remember. He's like, we don't. We don't eat people. And then Ven- And then he never calls him Venom. I don't think. No, that's for the sequel. Mr. Venom, we don't yeah. eat people. Uh, anyway, Eddie. after the that interview, I was like, okay, actually, you know, maybe I'll uh, I'm a little bit more interested in Zombieland too. So I went back and checked out the first Zombieland, and I was actually surprised for a movie from 2009, like how well it it held up. Like mm-hmm. the take on that stuff is fresh. They do a lot of like fun, kind of energetic comedy with it. They do the kind of like text on the screen. Like as part of like yeah. the screen, the like, flare, the flare, the was flare there. is good. Yeah, um, I think the characters are good, and I think what that movie did well is, you know, it, it introduced its characters as like very much like character caricature roles. Yeah, they're tropey, and then for sure. they're very tropey. But yeah. over the course of the movie, they kind of like subvert those caricatures and they give like those characters a little more heart and a little bit more motivation. And there's a little bit more behind like mm. why the zombie apocalypse has caused them to act in that way and how it's sort of just like turned their personalities up to 11 in every way. Um, And I thought that was like, you know, for a movie from 2009 in that era of comedy, which some of those movies very much do not hold up anymore. I don't know if you've tried to go back and watch any any of the hangover movies since. Oh no, that sounds sounds like a nightmare. Fuck dude. That's, (laughs) that sounds like a bad uh, time. That's a rough, that's a rough go. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, you know, like comedy has a shorter half-life than kind of some absolutely. other mediums or even like types of genre. But right. uh, And that's why watching the original mm-hmm. Zombieland again kind of surprised me because I actually did think that the movie held you up enjoyed something it. pretty good. And yeah. you know that I'm, I've uh, not always been super kind in regards to Jesse Eisenberg. I think I'm coming around to him now after... You, are you not a Jesse Eisenberg? Never really care for Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, I like no. him enough. I think he's fine. I mean, this Zombieland was kind of one of the first movies where he really kind of came into his own a little bit more and yeah. very much like set himself as the typecast role Well, it's of, funny seeing him... We could him... not get Michael Cera. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't uh, get Michael Cera. We'll come, back, we'll come back to that later. But, sure. Um, uh, it was fun seeing him return to... I'm like, this must be easy money yeah, for you, man. Because it's like, just do that nervous thing you do. He's like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Done. Yeah, the kind of, yeah. like, afraid of everything, kind of nervous... Right. Uh, Little neurotic. White guy. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I think, uh, well, you want to crack into our, like, well, how we feel about Zombieland 2? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, hot, hot take on Zombieland 2. Yeah. Um, mine, just to get it out there, is um, I really thought it was just, like, pretty much okay. Um, yeah. I haven't seen the first one in a long time. I pretty, I think I've only seen it when it first released. I remember really liking it then. And, you know, watched this movie, had a few chuckles. I don't think it's bad by any stretch, no. but... Um, I don't think there's a lot going on there. There, There's some, you know, and when we get into spoilers, there's like some scenes and camera work and things that I like kind of noticed and I thought was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think this movie kind of is reinventing the wheel or breaking the mold or anything. No. Not to say that it has to or that all movies have to. But yeah, uh, yeah, I just kind of walked away just feeling like meh. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much on the same page as you there. Even having just seen the original Zombieland, I think... Like I said, the thing, the sort of the strengths that I, I think the original Zombieland had was the kind of comedic energy that it had, the creativity in there, and then characters that are more than just the kind of tropey mm-hmm. caricature that you find usually in zombie movies. Um, and it had like a decent amount of heart. Like, I don't know if you remember, like, one of the scenes that really stood out to me in the original Zombieland, no, mm-hmm. no spoilers for Zombieland 2, was when they kind of reveal Woody Harrelson's character motivation. He's in the, earlier in the movie, he's talking about like, Oh, I think his his name is like Buck or something like that. And he like lost Buck to the zombies and like mm-hmm. Jesse Eisenberg's picturing it as head in his head as like this dog that he's taking care of. And yeah. then later it's revealed as actually his son. Oh, uh, okay. And like that actually has like, there's like a there's genuine moment there. of yeah. empathy there and it informs, um, what's his name? What's his character's name? Tallahassee? Tallahassee is, Tallahassee. is his yep. name. Yeah, yeah. Um, it kind of informs like why he has become this like... You know, Hard. very macho, mm-hmm. like over the top kind of thing, and like that kind of character. Even though it's you know small, it's not. This is not like deep stuff, but still, it's yeah. like there's a little bit more to it. I don't think there's reveals, there's growth, there's yeah. arcs. You I know? don't think Zombieland Two has too much in the way of that. In that, I don't think they go any further with the characters that you know are from the original. No, I mean the one character that has an arc is like kind of off screen a lot. Yeah, you and the, the, the new characters that they introduce don't really... Do much. They are very much their tropes only. Um, yeah. We'll maybe dig into that a little bit more in the spoilers, but I think, like, you know, the, the major new characters that they introduce are kind of just the butt of jokes, mostly. Yeah, um, you know, like I said, like, I definitely had a few chuckles at, at some of the new characters' expenses and some of those jokes, but, um, yeah, overall, like, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I feel like... One of the things that kind of I've heard getting mumbled around with this movie releasing is that uh, the cast and crew like like the idea of doing a zombie land every ten years, mm-hmm. and um, I still kind of want that. I still kind of like like that idea. I mean, in ten years, fuck it, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> are we even gonna <laughs> who be can here? say? <laughs> um, Why not? Sure, but uh, yeah, I just I do wish that they. You know, uh, I think these characters are fun. I do kind of wish that they're challenged a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because this really just kind of feels of like what the shell of Zombieland is, where it's like there's zombies, there's jokes, there's rules, there's flair, there's like some you know, kind of text, in there's there, some gore. Some gore in there. Yeah, and that's just kind of it. But yeah, the movie doesn't have a ton of heart to me. Um, I, and maybe I, that's because I haven't seen the movie, the first one, in so long. I, too. I, I don't think that would make it more so for you, because right. I think for me, it's. You know, it's fine, mm-hmm. and it's hitting some of those same fun beats from the original, yeah. but 
I think the original, again, what makes it stand out is it was pretty creative in its own way for the time. Mm-hmm. And this is doing very much pretty similar stuff as the original right. without really, I don't think, like pushing any further, digging any deeper. It's fine. Like it, you know, it's yeah. still fun. Like you said, we had some chuckles or some, some funny bits in there. There's some entertaining moments. We saw it on a Sunday afternoon matinee show on a rainy Sunday. So like I don't yeah. I don't regret that. No, yeah, it's a good use of time for yeah. sure. Wasn't too long. Didn't overstay its welcome. No, no, I didn't and it's like, you know, none of this is bad necessarily. Maybe some of the character stuff in there is like pretty I don't want to say it's it just doesn't really go anywhere with no. any of its new characters, which is maybe a bit of a bummer, but yeah, um, but you also you don't really see the older characters get challenged either. Yeah, you know? and there, there's some things that happen to them I, that they overcome-ish, but it's not really anything you wouldn't see coming. I don't think this movie's really trying to do that in any way. You know, no. I don't think that's what the movie's going for, and it's fine. Yeah. Like, it's entertaining for what it is, um, but uh, it's not, you know, it's fine. Yeah, I guess, like, you know, if you're, if you're coming in to... To want to see like those characters kind of do what they do again. Yeah, this is it. You know, it is. It is a. It is an action. You know, zombie comedy. movie, action yeah, comedy. Yeah, which you know there there aren't. You know, one of the light light spoiler. One of the earlier lines in the movie is breaking a little bit mm. fourth wall where Jesse Eisenberg is like, "There's lots of other zombie entertainment that you could be partaking in." Thank so you for, for watching this. this. Yeah. And like, yes and no, I guess. There's not a lot of like, you know, Walking Dead is still going on. Walking Dead's still going on. Yeah. Um, somehow, miraculously. Um, they, what if we. It's soap opera. What if we the, are the Walking, Walking Dead? Dead? I mean, um, it's soap opera with zombies. Like, why not? I guess. And those soap operas go for a long time, typically. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, there's not a lot of like big zombie stuff in the mainstream. Like, there's been some cool, yeah. um, smaller zombie picks. Um, yeah. like there was a couple cool ones last yeah. last year. What was the one? There's the French one that was really cool. Ravenous was the one that was in French. I didn't see that one. The one where he's in the uh, apartment building. That one is called the night. The night eats the world. That one's and cool. that one was actually on my one of my one of my top yeah. ten favorite movies last year. I, I think really that was like a really that. cool movie. But that movie is again doing things with the zombie you know, story that really reflects on yeah. it in a more of a human way. And I don't, I don't really think Zombieland's going for that. No, it I, is in a way like it's still kind of about family. Yeah. I mean, that's like not what it's trying to do. I think what it's trying to do is be something that makes you laugh, has some action in it, um, it is an adventure to kind of like, you know, have a singular task in mind. And, yep. and it's, it's not trying to do anything that I think it's doing what it's trying to do. You Definitely. Know? Yeah. So sure. that's, that's fine. But you know, I do think for the characters us are fun. Fucking film nerds, it's you yeah. Know, for t- film Twitter over here, uh, we got to f- mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm. folks. We got to fill an hour of this shit for you guys. So <laughs> yeah. it's on spoiler. T minus like five minutes until we start talking about spoilers. Something you're not going to get an hour of this. Um, no, but I mean, like you could do way yeah. worse, and especially oh, yeah, if you're sure. looking. There's not a ton, honestly. There's not a ton of like new horror movies coming out. If you're looking for something to watch this this Halloween season, yeah. Um, Which is a bummer. It is kind of a bummer. There's not a, there's not a lot of options out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could do worse than going to see Zombieland for sure. Um, also, like you know, whenever this movie comes to VOD, watching it at at, at home with friends, sounds, have sounds a couple nice. beers. Yeah, it would be a good time. I think. Yeah, probably. doesn't sound bad at all. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a fun movie. It's not trying to do anything too crazy, and that's that's just fine. Still looks good. 
Um, but yeah, it's so I think um, it's fine. I think we're about ready to break into spoilers. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with spoilies. And we're back with spoilies again. Um, so there's new characters introduced yeah. into this story. Yeah, that's probably like the biggest the best thing place to like, talk to, like, about yeah. for this this flick. Um, and uh, Madison, played by, you're looking at up right now. I've got um, it. By whom? Zoe, Zoe Dooch. Dooch. Probably. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's, so the original, she's a ditzy girl. The original four people are back. Woody Harrelson, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin. Um, so that's cool. Like, you know, it, it is cool to get the whole original cast back, the original director. I guess even a lot of some of the same crew and stuff. Yeah, that's um, fun. But yeah, as you mentioned, the the like primary new character is Zoe Dooch. I guess. Dooch. Probably. We're super good at pronouncing things. D-U-T-C-H. We're like nearly on at on cinema. Uh, at the cinema, it's not, it's not like Deutsch, right? Probably not. Maybe that. I don't know. Zoe Deutsch. If you, next time we talk to Zoe, ask her. Yeah, well, she's a big um, fan. Which is why I'm so upset I got her last name wrong. Yeah, so she, she, uh, she plays a very ditzy girl. Yeah. Um, like to the eleventh degree. Super ditzy, so ditzy. It's like you know, she she's another trope. Which is like this? I, I'm assuming this is by design, where it's like it, it feels out of time in 2019. It really does. Yeah, it's just like oh, she's like blonde and likes pink. It's like who gives a shit? Yes, you know. I mean, in a way, maybe but this could, movie is supposed to be like pop culture has not evolved past 2009. In a way, know? yeah. In a way, so, you could make that argument that like n- nothing has changed really since the zombie apocalypse yeah, happened. She mentioned Paul Blart, ago. and I almost just like the Paul Blart. Is that Did a pre- drop of Paul Blart? Is that a pre-09 reference? movie though? Yeah, because otherwise that's not canon. I'm gonna look that up right. Uh, now. It could be. I don't know. Um, I wouldn't doubt it. Also, it doesn't matter. You know, there probably is more to play in a movie like that in that space of like. All they have, I mean, they do do it, I guess. Paul Blart is 2009, so that would have been hot off the presses. Paul Blart 2, 2015. Mm. She never That's a just, long time between she never Paul Blart got to movies. see Paul Blart 2. That's she, so never, she probably would have loved it too. Wow, hmm. Anyway, um, you know, but she has ostensibly been surviving in the zombie apocalypse in a freezer wearing like a a, a, a jumps up bright pink jumpsuit, yeah. Since 2000, for 10 years, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, why not? Guess, yeah. Well, she's in a mall, so she has an abundance of pink outfits and sure. things she sure. can choose from. Um, but, like, the way her character is written is it does feel very, like, just riding that trope out. And they do, like, yeah. come around on it. Like, they, she gets her moment in the car where she basically has the idea for Uber, which also, I guess, yeah, did I not have time was, to get off of the funny. Yeah. That was, like, pretty much the only, like, bit of writing for her that was. Outside of her just like being ditzy, yeah, her and having also, like a surprising one liner, like oh, she said Tallahassee wrong. That's cute, you know. Also, the, yeah. the the new women characters in this movie just immediately want to have sex with the male characters. Yeah, I mean, they're Both of them. They're building off this idea of just like, well, you know, uh, it's so hard to find some human out there when you do find a human that doesn't want to bite you. Maybe you do some sex, you know? I guess. But it's not even like Rosario... Yeah, that's the logic of the movie. I Rosario Darson, uh, Dawson's character has, like, someone ostensibly that they 
see. It's not like the other the other girl is like, listen, I haven't seen another human in ten years. We're gonna fuck right now. You right have no right choice. Now. Yeah. Or else I'm gonna go knock on Woody's door. Yeah. Um, hey, but it's like, yeah, it's just it feels. No, it's like, a little gross. It's, it's not. It's, it's not great. Yeah, yeah, it's not great, and it feels like that feels like it's trapped in 2009. Yeah, I mean, know? just because the the film kind of like justifies the logic of it, it's like. Sure. I mean, like, you're making your own world. You're making your own, like, you know, comedy zombie apocalypse. You don't have to kind of hit the lowest common denominator of, like, jokes or tropes, sure. you know? But, uh, you know, that's that's a choice. There's probably something funny in there for, like, that kind of stereotypical uh, ditzy girl from 2009 right. that was forced to survive for 10 years and, like, has this old idea of pop culture that they care about very much and like mm. fashion and stuff, but they've like had to survive in the zombie apocalypse for 10 years. Right. How does that change someone who is, you know, has that kind of personality type Yeah, over the course of 10 years and under like mm-hmm. very harsh conditions like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would have been into the it's idea. It's not trying like, to do any of that stuff. No, it's not trying to do anything. I mean, like, why can't you be like a cold hard killer like the rest of them, you know, and still be ditzy? Deny you name. Right, she survives with Mace for, for 10 years. Yeah, which is like, I mean, the scene no, where she gets to use Mace is fine. Again, like, it, it's not the what they're trying to trying do. trying to do any of this stuff. No. And I don't fault it, I guess, for not trying to do any of that stuff. But at the same time, just, that's what makes the movie less interesting. You can't help but seeing missed opportunities. And you can't help but kind of being like, well, this is kind of what I would like to see in this setting, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's also what makes the movie just fine and not sure. like more interesting, especially like because I think the first Zombieland had a fresh take on that stuff. And yeah. I don't think they're they're doing that again with Zombieland too. No, I mean they're they're kind of doing a 2009 movie again or yeah. 2009 comedy again. Which again, I think it works better probably than again those other movies that come back with late sequels. Like I mm-hmm. don't, I haven't seen, so I don't really know. But I think like it's still doing fine. Yeah. I, some of the, you know, ideas are probably, like, stuck in 10 years ago. Um, but you can ignore them, probably. Yeah. The more... You, it's one of those movies, I think, the more you think about it. Probably us sitting here and discussing it, the more... Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's the movies... Really I don't to. think the film's made for podcast fuel, to be quite probably honest not. with you. No. But uh, that's fine. Uh, what are some other, like, moments that I enjoy? I like them being at the White House. That was cute. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I liked the minivan gag. I thought that was funny. The minivan he, gag was he okay. He hated that minivan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I liked, I mean, you knew that she was having an allergy attack in that one yes. scene. You knew that was going to happen. She came back. She was not going to be a zombie. I did. I did have a feeling that was an allergy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure. Did, did the, in Zombieland 1, when they changed, was their change process like to get hot and puke and stuff? I don't actually sh- think they showed anybody turning in Zombieland. So that's a kind of like a different... Because like when she started puking, I'm like, oh, is that a thing that a turning person I don't... Does? I, like, I just watched this movie two weeks ago. I don't know if I remember anybody, like, actively turning mm-hmm. right in front of them. So Bill Murray, like, doesn't turn into a zombie. They just kill him, right? Yeah, he was dressed as a zombie. To, to trick the to other To trick ones. the other zombies. Yeah. Um, like they do in The Walking Dead, the TV show, and then forget about for the rest of the TV show that they have. Guess that we can't do that one anymore. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But uh, it's, um, I don't know, they're doing that arc with uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character and Emma Stone's character where they've been together, again, ostensibly for 10 years. Yeah, they're, they're um, finding that there's some monotony in the relationship. Yeah, and then Jesse Eisenberg asks Emma Stone's character to marry, marry him. him. 
and uh, she says no. She runs away. Pretty similar, honestly, to the kind of like stuff that's ha- like. There's not been a lot of growth, it seems, between no. then and now. Besides uh, Little Rock, who has grown up from like she was a kid. She was like probably like, pretty ten young. or eleven. Yeah. Um. So now she's like a full grown woman, and she also is like kind of bored with their lifestyle. It's you know living with like yeah. your your parents. Or you're like your family, like you kind of want to like leave the nest, leave the nest, yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of like the like bigger themes that this movie is going for. And they're like simple, but they're They're fine. They're fine. They're executed well enough. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's kind of like I don't know. You're in a world where like uh, just like gun touting, car driving, mass mucho masculism kind of survives. You know, yeah. Um, and I guess like also like skinny rule rule boys. It's it's interesting though in, in Zombieland like all the people that they run into mm-hmm. are not bad people really or no. violent like no they're kind of Rosario nice. Dawson lets them just kind kind of walk into her house she she's like yo what are you doing and here she I has might no shoot you and then she's them. like actually we're chill and then the hippie commune also I mean that's kind of the definition of a hippie commune but they they're, they're, they're supposed they're to very listen. chill yeah yeah they just they're like no guns which is fair enough probably maybe sense. a little bit um, short sighted. But, uh... Yeah, listen, man, I'm not, like, super into guns or anything, but if it was the zombie apocalypse... You probably would want I'm, to keep some... I'm gonna be packing. Maybe under lock and key. I probably wouldn't sure. melt them down. I would not melt them down. I would probably <laughs> no. not melt them down. No. Um, yeah, there's a good bit in there with, um, Luke Wilson and, uh... What's that guy's name from, Thomas um, Middleditch. Thomas Middleditch. Yeah, that was, uh... That was probably one of my highlights of the movie, because... So they're at, funny. Like, I thought that was funny. Um, I like that they turn, and then the, the the scene where they turn into zombies and they're chasing them throughout the motel, I thought was actually very well like yeah. shot, and I thought it looked it was really well like good. choreographed and stuff. Yeah, because it wasn't. I don't think it was like a one shot, but there's a lot of like camera moving through hallways. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was very well choreographed. I thought that was like a lot of fun, and it was a moment like that where I was like. Ooh, I wish there was like more of this in the movie. Some more energy, you know? Yeah, because that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, the movie felt a little bit like uh, it felt a little bit low energy. That's not how I felt when I was watching the Bad Boys Two or Bad Boys Three trailer, Return of the Bad Boys. Oh, you mean Bad Boys for Life? Bad Boys for Life. Yes. Where it's like Will Smith hasn't aged, so he looks like the same Will Smith, and yet they still chose to de-age him in uh, another recent movie <laughs> somehow. But the thing is, like, you, the only thing that seems like it's different, his energy is not as mm-hmm. like '90s Will Smith, where he's like the hype machine. You know, that's probably part of the point of the movie is they're like still trying to do this, but they're like, "Fuck, I'm tired. I'm fucking sleepy, dude." <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, this movie kind of like it looks like the same movie from 2009, but the energy's not quite there. Which I gotta say, for you know, uh, Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, and Emma Stone, like they look great. They still look real good ten years later. Very yeah, little, very little difference. I mean, you can tell maybe a little bit, the most maybe a little bit with Emma Stone because she was so young in the first one. She was only yeah. 20 when she was in the first one. I guess Jesse Eisenberg too. Like he looks like he might be a little older. I mean, people. Yeah, that's just what happens. Yeah, but like Willie Harrelson, I think will be young until he's. Uh, well, not. I don't want to say young. But he's gonna look whatever like stock Woody Harrelson yeah. is till he's dead. He's gonna swan dive right into the grave exactly the way. He exactly. Right he's just gonna look identically like. And that's not to say that I think Woody Harrelson is gonna die soon. I just think no. He's I think gonna, he's got fifty he's good years stubbornly ahead of him. Make it all the way. Yeah, I don't um, even know how old he is. Probably not as old as we think. I don't know, ageless probably. Um. But uh, he he uh, he's fine. He's fun. His character's yeah. fun. You know, he's still pretty similar to how he's acting in the first one. Doesn't change at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
more of like a father figure role, I guess, yeah. directly towards Little Rock. And he's doing the very tropey, like, angry that this now young woman that he has kind of yeah. become a surrogate father figure he's for. Uh, he's pulling a Joel interested in boys. for The Last of Us. Yeah. Of course, the boy that she's interested in is... Uh, he's a hippie boy. He went to Berkeley and... He has a good t- he's a musician. Yeah. There's some yeah. good bits where he's like uh he loves weed, of course. The weed bit's okay. Weed bit's okay. Yeah. I also, I like I, that he's just like, Oh yeah, I wrote all of these songs. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, that's funny. Yeah. Um The weed fireworks at the end are pretty funny. That was funny. So this, so so the ending of the movie uh-huh. They do the fireworks. Uh-huh. That brings in all the all the zombies. It brings in uh-huh. all the all the T eight hundreds exclusively uh-huh. for some reason. So they're coming. They go through this whole fucking song and dance to stop all the zombies to be like, all right, we're good. Uh-huh. We just create a bunch of extra noise to uh-huh. kill these zombies. And now we're good. Do you know what we should do to celebrate? Why not more fireworks? Why not more fireworks? It worked out the first time. It worked just out fine. so well the first time. Yeah. They're popping those fireworks. I was like, yo, what? There's more the, zombies. The, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But also like blowing up all the zombies coming in. If sound is the enemy yes. <laughs> right now. So yeah, the, yeah, the film is not concerned with that logic, but I am. It's I, I think maybe that's overall kind of the, the thing about it is it doesn't seem super self-aware. Because you have to be yeah. self-aware as a... Like, I think the first Zombieland was more self-aware as like we're doing a zombie movie, but we're being aware of the zombie All tropes the things that we're doing yeah so zombie land 2 has a greater challenge where it has to be self-aware of the zombie tropes and self-aware of itself especially right. a movie that comes 10 years later i don't know if it really does that like if you know if they had just done the fireworks again and then it zoomed out and just more zombies were coming mm-hmm. it could have been like a funny goof on that but yeah. and then you just leave again if you don't do another one of these for 10 years and you just leave like yeah, oh fine. we figured it out like no yeah. worries um but it didn't and it's still oh. fine. We're still entertained it's by fine. it. It's fine. I was definitely entertained. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought it was fine. It's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, uh, If you love the first movie, it's worth watching. Honestly. Yeah. If you don't care about the first Zombieland, I probably would not go out of my way to see it. It's just another example of like, you know, with, with movies taking a long hiatus before their sequel comes out, either you come back and it sucks ass. Yep. Or it comes back and it's kind of just exactly the same. It's a retread. That's kind of more where this one falls into. Or it comes back and it's like referencing itself in a nuanced way and it's kind of doing something a little bit next level. It's using that kind of baseline and pushing it up to the next level, you know? Or it's, you know, the greatest example of cinema ever made. Yeah, which Blade is Runner Twin 2049. Peaks, Twin Peaks The Return is oh, what I was going to say. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Blade Runner is, is what but, you were talking about. Uh, I'm going the next one. level you're, Oh, you're going next level This up. is like Super <laughs> Saiyan 3 or 4. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're even like you know even another recent example is uh, like Halloween last year, you know. Yes. Like Halloween was kind of like all right, we're gonna kind of use that nostalgic base, push it up, or even something like Force Awakens, which it's like maybe playing a little too close to the chest of right. of what it's referencing, but still like doing something new there, you know. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is kind of more of like a retread. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We got it's another fine. one of those coming soon with a uh, Terminator Dark Fate. We'll see. Uh, yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, we will see what's up with that. I'm going to work, probably going to go see that. Um, I definitely want to see it. I love the T movies. Yeah, yeah. Or one oh, we, had two, that, at we least. had that fun, fun time going to see T2. T2, and, and I taught the AMC. class uh, with yes. Burge about T1, and that was a good time. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll see. Those yeah. Terminator movies, Terminators had a rough history for the last, like, 20, 30 years? Yeah. yeah. 
uh, for quite some time now. Yeah, I mean, I got Terminator on the brain right now because they kept bringing up the Terminator in this movie with the new, right. the new zombie, the T eight hundred. Yes, um, which is also fine. Fine, it's just fine. Well, fine, they brought up all these new zombies, and it's like, what do they do? They're like, they die the same. It's like, yeah, cool. They're tougher. <laughs> All right, sweet. They could have gone like full Left 4 Dead, being like, go like the boomer, the spitter. The well, there was a moment. There was a good moment when they're they're on top of the RV and they're uh-huh. like they're like, oh yeah, we're really good at killing zombies. And you see them kind of coordinate and do the things. And there's a few good moments of him being like, there's a homer over here, there's a this over there, and I was like, oh, I like this. This mm-hmm. is like, it's them like you know, if you're gonna invent this new vernacular, like kind of like have your characters use it, you right? Know? Instead they- of just. And they do use it, but not not a, a, a enough for me. They they start by breaking down all the like different types of zombies, which I guess there are only three until there's the new one. But like, yeah. they introduce the ninja zombie, and then there's no there's never no seen ninja zombie. Again. Yeah, and it's just like, well, I wonder if that's something they got cut. It might have been, man. I mean, we get we get Chekhov's gun, but we don't get Chekhov's zombie types. I guess. Yeah, I don't really have too much else to say about Zombie Nah, Atlanta. I mean, it was fine. It was a fine movie. Yeah, we could just keep saying it's fine for another 20 minutes, but I don't think that would be great audio. I don't for think so either. Home. Yeah. Um, other spooky movies. Spooky. Have you watched anything spooky uh, this spooky. recently, this uh, this October month? This, this nah, spooky I've been, I've been lacking in the, in the spooky department, man. I feel like there's not a lot of new spooky movies out. We're going to get The Exorcist at um, theater. That'll be cool. Next week. And uh, I've never seen The Exorcist. Um, uh, but also, so like, so possession movies terrify me. Well, and I know the, this the is the fear of God one. was put into you. The in fear of youth. God was injected into me at a young age. Uh, the Exorcist is the kind of movie for like, you know. I'm afraid I'm going to be scared. If you're not religiously inclined, it's a scary movie. For people who are religiously inclined, it's a fucking <laughs> terrifying nightmare. Cool. So I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm religiously inclined, but I have a lot of like Catholic guilt that I've been trying to get rid of for a while. So yeah, but that has nothing to do with religion. No, that's no, it does not. Um. Uh, yeah, I it. Mm. You see any good spooky? I'm well. I'm very much looking forward to the lighthouse. Next yeah, week. lighthouse. I want to see. I don't know if we're getting that. Is Parasite considered a spooky, or is it more of a test? I think it's a thriller. Okay. Um, I am trying to keep as little information about Parasite away from my eyeballs yeah. and my brain until I can see. Parasite. I think so far, I don't. I have not heard or found out what it's about. Which all I've heard is it's very, very good, and I'm leaving yes. it at that. And I think if I go too long without seeing that movie, my body will implode. That's you in Lighthouse. Yeah, well, yeah. Lighthouse Lighthouse is going to go more wide next week. So you're going to be able to catch it somehow. It'll be it'll be around next yeah. week, and I trust cool. me, I intend to. Yeah, I'm going to watch that too. Um, I have been on a bit of a horror binge, though, lately. Yeah. Um, well, you're the horror boy. Quick plug. Um, my brother and I, as we like to do each year, put out a list, a watch list of 30 horror movies that you can enjoy all month long. Um we each did 15. Probably should have thrown a bonus one in there and done 31. Now that I think about it. But The Exorcist can that be 31. You can go yeah. see it at StoryScreen. Uh, Beacon. StoryScreen.com at Beacon. You can see the list. <laughs> you can see the list at StoryScreenBeacon.com. That's and you true. can see The Exorcist at StoryScreen Beacon. Anyway, um, I've kind of been like making my way through that list. Making my way now. Because um, this year. In previous years, I've done, like, a mix of things I have seen before and stuff I haven't seen. Want to see. And stuff yeah. that, like, 
you know, stuff that I want to revisit or stuff that I've heard is cool and I want yeah. to check out. This year I did entirely movies that I've not seen before. Oh, there. Um, so I'm kind of making my way through that and watching as many Make as I can. Winner. Yes, thank you. Um, I will say Hagazusa is a really, really cool one. Hagazusa. It originally came out in 2017, but it didn't get a U.S. release, a uh, very limited U.S. release until 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't remember the director's name off the top of my head right now, but um, it was his first film and it was actually his like student final project. Oh, you were talking about that the other day, yeah. And uh, it is a... It is dealing with a lot of the same themes and ideas as The Witch, mm-hmm. um, but it takes place in like, you know, like Germany, Austria area around Isn't the, same the same time, time period, period okay. as The Witch, like that kind of like, you know, 1500s probably, um, 1500s, 1600s. So it's like dealing with the same kind of paranoia that society has with yeah. with like The Witch and like with heathens or really with, with anyone who doesn't um, abide by the same like religious kind of. Uh, structure that was normal in that period mm-hmm. and it's kind of about how that can like being prejudiced against someone as like a witch or as a heathen can like push them to become the thing that you're actually afraid, afraid of. of yeah and how that affects that person as well mm-hmm. so which is similar to kind of the ideas that which the witch yeah which you know i love um, you do you do love the witch doing so that movie is really cool i really recommend yeah. that one i guess uh i did see nightingale which is yes. less of a horror movie, more of just a complete fucking nightmare to watch. Yes. Um, that's a bad time. But I do think it's worth seeing. But, you know, a uh, content warning on that bad boy. Be careful. That one's rough. It's a hard one. That one's um, rough. But it's good. It's from the woman who directed The Babadook. Yes. Um, which is a great movie. Uh, she's, yeah, definitely, Babadook, she's definitely saying something with this one, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Babadook uh, is, is, I think, actually quite scary, but not, like, troubling in the same way that The Nightingale is. No, it raises some troubling questions, but it's not, it's it's not, not in the same scale by any means. There is some anger in yeah. that one. Um, yeah, no. She's saying something. It's it's there. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Colonialism is bad. It's a bad time. It's bad. It's a bad um, time. What else? I saw Mayhem recently, which is actually not on my yeah, list. I really want to see that. Have you checked you, it out since I I haven't checked it out. Too? Only since you told me what the pitch of it is. I was like... It's so good. Yeah. It's very fun. Uh, that's a Steve Yoon and um, Samara Weaving Everything movie. he's in, it's so good. He's good. Yeah. He's good. And it's got that same kind of like energy and sense of humor as something like Sorry to Bother You. Mm-hmm. Some of the more like tonal stylish stuff in the vein of like Mandy. Yeah. And then like a kind of plot structure that's similar to The Raid. Yeah, I fuck with that. It's fucking cool. Yeah. And it's like a zombie-esque movie with its, it's like its own kind of twist on that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And it it is, it's very fun. Nah, I fuck with that. That one's on Shudder, if you've got Shudder. Um, I don't think there's anything else. Oh, I watched Murder Party last night. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that this morning. That is the uh, first full-length movie that Jeremy Solner, Solnier, I've never heard his name pronounced out loud. Um, I'm not familiar. He did Green Room oh. and Blue Ruin, and most recently he's done some of the True Detective Season 3 episodes, oh, nice. and he did a movie for Netflix called Hold the Dark with that guy from Westworld. Um, I didn't see that. It was okay. It was okay. not my favorite of his. Uh, but I really love Green Room. Mm-hmm. And this movie is basically uh, this kind of lonely guy just gets this random invitation to go to a murder party. Murder and he party. Shows up, um, just thinking it's like because it takes place on Halloween. So he shows up thinking, you know, he's just looking for a party. You yeah. Know? 
And it turns out that these art students put this thing together so that they could murder somebody for like an art project to get a grant for an art project. And it is extremely low budget. We looked it up. It's like, like around Mm -hmm. $200,000 that they spent on this movie. And it has a very like kind of low budgety feel to it. It's got like a like sort of rough texture to it. Yeah. But it is very clever and very funny. And you've seen Green Room. The, I haven't seen Green Room. You've not seen Green Room? I have not seen Have you Green not seen Room. any of his movies? I don't think so. He has a way with doing violence that is like so quick mm-hmm. and feels like sort of grounded and is over the top a little bit, but like is so like there's something cold and realistic about yeah, it. You don't have like time to revel in it. Exactly. Almost. And yeah. something about how like low budget this movie feels with very like good practical violence effects in mm-hmm. it, especially for the amount of money that they had. It just makes it that much more affecting Brutal. when it yeah. happens. Yeah. Cool. So it's, it's cool. Not into it. Yeah. Those yeah. are the ones I think that stick out in my mind that I've watched so far, but there, there've been some cool ones. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to. I, I gotta. I gotta get on my spooky train. This is the week to do it, man. We We're getting close. Little, We're getting close. We got a spooky party coming up, which will be fun. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show events happening at the theater. I'm gonna go to that as a as a peasant, not as an employee. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Just, um, just one of us. Just one of you normal folks yeah. out there. Uh, but yeah, this was you know Zombieland's a little, it's a little more actiony. It's not as horror-y. Last year we had Halloween, the Halloween remake. Yeah. Um, which we really enjoyed. Yeah. And I think also we got Mandy in October. That's true. Yeah. So I just like, I was, I was overtly inundated. Still one stuff. of my favorite theater experiences probably ever. <sighs> Doggy, that was I good. really enjoyed that movie a lot. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Yeah. You don't get that every year. No, you definitely can't. not. Definitely, definitely not. All right. You ready to wrap this bitch up? I think that's pretty much it for cool. us. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. I'm actually, oh, another shout out. Braid. It's really good. Braid? Braid is on Amazon Prime streaming. That is a movie about two women who basically go to rip off their friend who is a childhood friend that is mm-hmm. clearly dealing with some mental issues. And like there's a lot of – it's very psychedelic. There's a lot of twists and turns along the way. It's I cool. with that. It's very cool. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you again for listening to this episode of Hot Takes, the show where we do the thing you just listened to. Um, we're not the only podcast on Story Screen. StoryScreenBeacon.com is host to many podcast articles and reviews created by very talented, lovely film lovers. Um, so please go on there to check that content out and to also find, um, uh, Screen Times. Screen Times is the name of it? Showtimes. Showtimes. There you go. Screenings. Find Screen Times at Story Screen. Yeah. Uh, find Showtimes, uh, on our website and you could also find that on Fandango. Um, or if you're walking by on uh, Main Street in Beacon, New York, yeah, we got the shit in the window. You can Just come in, say hi, yeah. and you can figure out which one I am. Is it? Is it you? Know. Is it you? It's pretty easy to narrow down. Is it you? So yeah, thank you uh, for listening to this episode. Thank you, Jack, for joining me. You're welcome. I had fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, so yeah, stop by the theater, buy a fucking t-shirt, uh, listen to more of our stuff, and we'll see you again soon. Very, very soon. Very soon. Okay. Ruben Fleischer is the director's name. Yeah, he did uh, Venom.
<laughs> and uh, I'm hosting. I can clap. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just thought you're I was so awesome. ready. You're here to catch me. I'm just if I spiritually. Fall. I'm spiritually here. <laughs> I'm spotting you. Listen to those rain sounds. It could just be like a nice like rain sound <laughs> podcast. You're just nice. Just yeah. People just, just fall asleep while yeah, they're driving. Just, hey, just relax. Just chill. Just chill. Uh, if you're behind your car, behind the wheel in your car, don't don't relax. Stay awake. But Stay if not, awake. go to bed. Kick back. Close your eyes. Listen the to the rain the sounds. Listen zombie to the, stuff. The nice smooth tones of our voices and Robbie picking at the microphone. I thought that was a, fu- I thought that was a fuzz that could be removed. You just ripped off part of the uh, I did not. screen. That was there already. I don't know about that. That was fucked up before. Anyway, okay. Hello and welcome to another... Let's do it again. You want to take that again? I want to do it again. Okay. <laughs>